Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Lisa Townsend is a creativity and mindfulness coach who helps business owners get unstuck and moving. She describes herself as being an introvert who loves to network with complete strangers. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast, Lisa. Oh, thank you for having me, Liz. It's a pleasure. Now, your company's called Change Your Badge, which I think is a brilliant and very interesting name. Oh, thank so you. tell me something about what it is you do. Um, so I'm a coach. I'm a business coach um, in a nutshell, if you like, although I do appreciate that the word coaching is quite a broad mm. topic for lots of people. Um, so... I guess for me, I am um, really love the tools of coaching. So that's not telling people how to do things or taking them through a particular framework or um, template um, of how to work and run their businesses, but more about um, helping them to discover the solutions to the problems that they've got. Um, and mainly, I guess, the people that I work with in my business, they're in those first like couple of years of starting up and they really want to dig in and um, kind of like lean into that business, um, working on their business. But they might be a bit mixed up about what it is that they do, who it is that they help, um, maybe a bit overloaded with the just masses of information there mm -hmm. is out there on you know, how to run your business and what you should be doing. Um, so perhaps they're feeling a bit overwhelmed at that stage um, and have probably got stuck somewhere in the weeds of their business. <laughs> so like they're really stressing about social media or they're um, stressing about those types of things, maybe that rather than being in a headspace where they can think a bit more clearly about moving their business forward. Mm. And how did you come up with the name Change Your Badge? Oh, well, it's a bit of a it was a bit of an in joke, really, in our house, um, because I really love a bit of um, mindset um, mm. and um, looking at how the way that you're thinking about yourself and the perspective you have um, can really influence then the actions that you take and the decisions that you make. Um, and um, and so in my house, if um, if one of us was having a kind of like a day where we were very negative or everything was about should and um, maybe comparing ourselves to others, we'd have this phrase of changing up your badge. Mm -hmm. So like having just changing your perspective really and putting yourself in a different frame of mind um, and taking off that badge of I can't do it um, <laughs> and putting a different one on. Um, and so when I set up my business, um, I was very much working with, um, people who wanted to work creatively but perhaps didn't really recognize that in themselves mm. um and, and so that that's where the that's where the name came from love it and how long ago did you start and what was it that drew you to this sector in the first place mm. yeah so so i started um i left my my job uh, my full-time job to concentrate on my business just um in late 2019 so just before christmas mm -hmm. um and um, what drew me to coaching, so before that I was um, working as like a, uh, a business manager, if you like, for an, an art centre. Mm. 
for a charitable organisation. Um, and I was already doing lots of training in the last couple of years. I'd been training um, in some coaching programmes and accreditation um, because I just completely fell in love with those tools. Um, and I'd worked for the previous year on um, in, in a group format with a group of other women on how I was going to take the love of coaching um, and the tools I was using and then turn them into something where I could work on it as a business. Um, and um, and I went through lots of different kind of ideas, really, of what that might look like. Um, but then I got clear that I really wanted to help people in their work. And it was what I was doing more and more in my office job. I was always like breaking things down for people and really seeing, you know, where they might be able to spend their funding on their creative project or, you know, where we were going to kind of like help out. So, um, so yeah, so it just, just seemed right to combine the, the two things really. Um, obviously I didn't know that there was a pandemic coming mm -hmm. and, um, <laughs> and, uh, and 2020 would look very different, um, to, to how I first thought it might, um, but it was really the love of coaching tools that really drew me to to, to making a business out of it. Mm. And you mentioned that you like to work with, with startups, but are, are they businesses from a, a particular sector or do you work with all sorts of people? I do work with all sorts of people um, on all sorts of different offers and services, really. I tend to work more with services than I do products as a mm. rule. Um, but I might work with people that are um, online businesses um, or... I do also have clients that I work with um, that are local to me as well. Mm. So I kind of work like both end, like globally <laughs> across the magic of the internet, but I'm also really passionate um, about community. It's one of my core values. Um, so I really like to um, input into local projects where I am in Cornwall. Um, so I have quite a lot of variety. I guess the thing that really kind of like they all sit under the same umbrella is that creative way of working. Mm. So the traditional ways of um, perhaps setting up a business or bringing it together don't really work for them. Um, they tend to bring them more stress than they do ease. Mm. So that's probably the common theme between the, you know, that, that the type of person I work with. And you mentioned that you started not that long before the pandemic began. Mm. So how did you have to shift things during the lockdown? Oh yeah, all over the shop really. Um, <laughs> So I had to like get more focused, but also get a little bit broader, uh, which sounds, um, you know, completely in opposition. Mm -hmm. um, but I, um, you know, in the in the lockdown, so I've got um, a partner, my husband, um, our whole dynamic within our family and our work changed. He, um, his, he lost his job. Mm. So I had to perhaps go back to using some of my more like bus um, business manager and project management skills um, throughout that, that first part really to, um, to get income, to get yeah. some income coming in. Um, but in turn, that really made me think differently and niche down. Um, for my um, kind of like one-on-one -on -one offering where I was helping in coaching. Um, so it was a quite a weird experience really. Um, and there was a lots of experimentation throughout the pandemic. And I still feel like that is, you know, part of what I'm doing, um, finding out what works and what doesn't as people shift and 
you know, try to find their way through whatever this new, like new normal is mm. for them. Um, networking was perhaps one of the biggest things um, that that changed for me and that I really dug into because the one thing I, I did know was that building relationships was how I wanted to grow my business. Yeah. Um, so that like that was a bit of an anchor point for me, I guess, throughout the pandemic. That's what I kept coming back to time and time again. And was networking something that you were already doing before the pandemic or did you start doing that during that, that lockdown? Mm, yeah, I was already doing it. Um, but because now I had my sole focus on my business, I, I I kind of like dove straight into it and thought this is what I should be doing. If I'm going to grow my business, building relationships, I need to network. Um, and that um, like completely made me feel like after a first couple of months I was like yeah I can't keep doing that <laughs> because it was too much and I really started to realize how like how I identify with being an introvert was going to impact how I built relationships and how I invested my time and energy into that yeah um, it says on your website that you're an introvert who loves to network with complete mm. strangers so I was wondering how that works <laughs> yeah yeah weird right yeah so what I kind of learned so the what seemed most available when I started networking was turning up to groups. Mm -hmm. So turning up to groups and networking with the people that were there that showed up. And of course, everything was was on Zoom. Um, and, um, and I found that utterly draining um, because I didn't know who was gonna be there. Um, I don't really do small talk. So I find small talk really, really draining. Not because I don't want to get to know a person, but I tend to do that around a theme or maybe like diving into like the real, you know, finding out what people think about the big things in life. Mm. So that was really difficult. Um, and also there was limited opportunity to connect with people one-on-one -on -one or in a very small intimate group. And I quickly realized that's how I like to work best um, and and kind of the where I give like the best value as well, really. Um, so then I kind of had a rethink. Um, about what it was that I liked about networking and what was really making it difficult for me to sustainably do it. Um, and it wasn't the strangest thing. So I love meeting new people. I absolutely love it. And it really gives me a sense of energy. Um, but it was too many people at once um, that was the issue for me. Um, and also kind of really getting stuck into a meaningful conversation. Um, and once I figured those pieces out about myself, networking just became so much easier um, and much more in my control, mm. um, you know, of who I was deciding to meet with and how we were deciding to do it. And it, I just started meeting all different types of, of people through using that kind of like method and strategy, really. So what kind of meetings do you like to go to and, and how do you make it work for you? Mm. So... Generally, um, there'll be one-on-one -on -one or small groups. So I'd say no more than like five to seven people um, altogether. Um, I really love um, setting up meetings around a theme or a common like problem or struggle or um, like way of working, anything like mm -hmm. that really. Um, so we both know what we're turning up to and how and what we're going to talk about. Um, and I love getting to know people that way. It feels really meaningful. And the connection 
um, feels so much more real and is easier to keep on with then because you have a lot more information about that person um, and you kind of know then whether you're going to be able to keep that going or not, whether you have similar mm. interests and similar views. Um, and, um, you know, coming out of that, sometimes I've collaborated with people, um, people have referred me or recommended me to other people. There's been kind of like podcasts or workshops or opportunities to get in front of maybe if they have a different audience or a wider audience, mm. blog posts, all that type of thing. Um, and so, yeah, it really comes from that, that spending time with that person one-on-one -on -one mm. and finding that connection from the start, you know, a, th a thread to follow really. Um, yeah. So how do you go about finding meetings to go to? Mm. So, um, so I'm part of um, some groups. So that's part of one of the things I invest in for my business is that I'm a member of a couple of different groups. Um, and so that provides a really good place to meet people because we're already joined under a common theme of mm. that group. So that um, that means that, you, you know, that you, you're quite likely going to be like minded or like valued. Mm -hmm. So so that's a really good place. And then I ask I ask the person I'm meeting if they will recommend me um, somebody else to speak to. And depending on what my goal might be for that particular month or, you know, in, in, in my networking, that might dictate who I ask for or if they know anybody that. Um, and um, sometimes people know that straight away and sometimes people will think about that and they'll come back to me a couple of days later and say, oh, I've had an idea. Um, you know, it'd be really great if you would meet up with this person and if you'd like, I can introduce you. So it kind of like snowballs itself, really. Mm. Now, obviously, over the last 18 months, most networking has been in the online space. Mm. Uh, we're starting now to see some face to face meetings coming back. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like about about those as, as an introvert? Mm. Yeah, that's a really good question because I've not really thought about that. Um, I think for now, my strategy is still the online space. Um, and I think that's probably more to do with the other things that limit me from networking. So I, I live in a very rural area. Mm. So getting around to places is quite time consuming. And also um, I've still got children at home. Mm -hmm. So I don't necessarily have that, um, you know, the, the time available to me to um, to be able to to be there for my family and also go out to fit in with the times that networking tends to be. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah I, that I is do, a really I do good question. I think that um, you know, the pandemic and forcing everything online mm. has made networking so much more accessible to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I've, I mean, I'd network all over the world, um, mm. you know, and, and it, sometimes it's a struggle to, you know, you've got to fit an early, you know, Australia, you might be, opposite ends of the day um but it means i can connect with people on that like-minded theme irrespective of, of where we are and i think that's something that you just can't you can't guarantee when you're showing up to a group but you don't know who's turning up from week to week or mm -hmm. month to month um and so it's harder to leverage that if you're looking if you're looking to you know if you're looking to get referrals and ultimately get get your clients from building relationships and use that as a strategy um 
there needs to be, I think, there needs to be a little bit more certainty and control for you around that. Um, so you get a say in, in who it is you're actually, you know, you're, you're meeting with. The saying that you never know who's going to turn up and who yeah. is going to have a connection. Um, so, you know, you, you can't you can't control it if you, if you know what I mean but but some of those factors you know particularly for women we are doing majority of the caring throughout the pandemic mm-hmm. we do have more limited time we're not we're normally the primary caregiver um to children um so those you know those things do really make a difference in us being able to be more visible out mm. there meeting more people so yeah for me online networking is great <laughs> yeah I think there is an element of, of luck involved sometimes in in who's in the room at the same time as you mm. but on the other hand we also make our own luck don't we by putting ourselves out there yes yeah so you've got to um showing up with an open mind and an open heart is a really um you know is something that I try and bring to to any networking whatsoever and sometimes my purpose to ne- in networking is to help somebody else mm. for that day you know that's that's what it's there for it just turns out that that's the way it's going to go um I think knowing why you're showing up helps <laughs> yes yes yeah yeah to get, go with some kind of goal in mind Yes. Yeah. Because you're never going to see those things if you don't have an idea of, of, um, you know, that bigger picture in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just how you get there might look different to what you expected. Yeah. So what kind of hints and tips could you give to other people who might describe themselves as introverts who may be Mm. thinking, oh, I'd love to network, but I don't know whether that's really for me. Yeah, yeah, it can be really, really tough. And I meet lots of people, you know, in that who are quite nervous turning up to networking because it's a really big deal for them. Um, I would say, um, like, spend some time with yourself, um, just getting to know what works for you and what doesn't. Um, And the more you can know about that, then the better situation you're going to put yourself in when it comes to networking with others. Mm so yeah, so and 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 be really like if you're not sure about um the networking group that you're going to go to or turn up to, then ask, ask beforehand. You know, don't be don't be um don't feel silly or stupid for saying, you know, how does your format work mm-hmm. and um who can I expect to meet there or, you know, what if I'm feeling shy? How do you know how how might I fit in? Yeah. Um yeah, and then the feedback you get will tell we might, you know, go with that gut instinct of whether you think, yeah, this is probably the right thing to do. Um if the idea of networking like in a group scares you, then maybe start one on one and just maybe do like pick an easy route. Pick pick somebody that you know already mm-hmm. that you can just try it out with. Yeah. Um and work up from there rather than, you know, throwing yourself into something and kind of like leaving yourself dazed and confused afterwards. Yeah. I, I think that's that's right. You know, if you're going to a meeting for the first time and you're not sure how it's going to work absolutely just ask because you know it's in the interest of the other people in the room to make you feel comfortable because you know yes. then everyone's going to get the best out of it yeah absolutely um and I do think like like I would say that the most people I speak to the thing they're worried about networking is about selling themselves yeah. so so they think oh how am I I don't know how to talk about myself or I do and then when somebody asks me I just dry up um 
And I think that's a real common misconception about networking. Yeah. I always say networking is not for selling yourself at all. So, Absolutely. you know, you can kind of put that to one side and don't yeah. worry about that. <laughs> networking is about building relationships and making a connection. Um, so I would say if you've got 60 seconds to speak and that's all you want to do, then just tell them about something that happened to you that day or um, what your favorite color is, or I don't know, what you had for tea last night or what your interests are. Um, because people will remember you for that. They will, the minute you start describing your products and how you sell them and it, people just tune out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, just approach it from that angle maybe. And it, and it may, might make you feel more confident about, you know, the whole kind of like sales process and what you're doing there. Yeah, that's great advice. So where do you see yourself and your business going next? I know you've just had a, a new website designed, haven't you? Mm, yes. Yeah, so um, that came from networking. So um, <laughs> so there's me, um, I'm part of like a little group that we all meet up with and um, Vero who designed my website, she did that for me. I did some coaching for her. Um, that's really helped me get really clear on um, who I serve best. Um, so I'm really looking forward to um, offering that out to, you know, to, to people that are interested. Um, and in terms of networking, I'm still really focused on um, building relationships as the main strategy of growing my business and telling more people about what I do. Um, I've just um, taken a course with a lady called Michelle Warner. She's got this amazing course called Networking That Pays, which is designed for introverts, um, which is fantastic. And it's all about becoming more intentional about how you're networking um, and aligning the relationships you're making with the the direction you want to build your business in. Um, so I'm really looking forward to networking that just becomes more and more meaningful and feels like easier and easier. That's my target really. <laughs> no more no more crossing my fingers and shutting my eyes. I, I, you know, I want to feel kind of like easy about what I'm doing, so. Sounds like a good plan. So Aww. finally then, if people want to know more about you and your business, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Yep. So the best way is either they can go through my website, which is changeyourbadge.com. Um, or you can find me on Instagram, um, where my handle is slightly different. It's change you are badge. So the your is like shortened down. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can find me hanging out on there and send me a message there. Um, yeah. Lovely. Well, it's been great to chat to you, Lisa, and uh, best of luck with your business going forward. Oh, thanks very much, Liz. It's been lovely to talk to you too. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.